0: It can be a really, really difficult time because, you know, we as women, you know, want to start a family, but you also want to continue and have a successful career and for your
1: children to see you working hard as well. Hi, everyone. I'm Hetty Holmes and you're listening to Hacking Happiness with Dose, a podcast that explores what makes us feel good to improve our mental, physical, spiritual and emotional well-being whether it's a dopamine hit from reaching a career goal, a rush of oxytocin from spending time with loved ones, a surge of serotonin from practicing self-care, or a fitness class to send endorphins soaring. Everyone's definition of feeling good is very different. My next guest, named Jessica Ennis-Hill, world-class athlete and founder of new fitness app, Jenis, is here to tell me about hers. Jess, it's a real pleasure having you on the podcast today. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. It really is an honor to be in front of one of my all-time heroes. Um, I obviously did a bit of athletics when I was younger, but only made it to like the Southwest Trials, age 15, whereas uh, (laughs) you are probably one of the most decorated athletes of all time. So huge honor Um, growing up. And we were always motivated from a young age with sport.
0: Um, yeah, I think my parents always said that I was definitely a very physical child and that I always had loads of energy. Um, so that's why they encouraged me in the direction of sport and into athletics. But, um, I suppose my motivation has changed over the years and it's come through the experiences that I've had through sport. Um, and yeah, I suppose that motivation
1: I feel now is, is within me. It's part of, of who I am. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about your career trajectory because it spans about 10 years, is that right? So talk me through the beginning up until the Beijing Olympics when sadly you had a, an injury, is that right? When you had to, to pull out unfortunately.
0: Yeah, so I started athletics when I was about 9, 10 years old yeah. and it was literally the case of my mum wanted cheap childcare to take me mm. and my sister to a summer camp that was held in the city and uh, we did athletics for two weeks in the summer holidays and from that point on I was asked if I wanted to do athletics after school and start training and taking it a little bit more seriously and I just I just loved it I just loved running I loved that buzz of you know, racing against people and mm. and trying to win medals. And yeah, it kind of just progressed from there. I, I started doing school level competitions and um, South Yorkshire championships, Yorkshire mm. championships, and then it spiraled into junior championships. And and then I had my first senior international, which was um, the Commonwealth Games in, in Melbourne in 2006, mm-hmm. where I won a bronze medal. And that was my first major, kind of global medal at that stage yeah um and then yeah years and years kind of went by and um I did have a a horrible injury in in 2008 which unfortunately made me miss the Olympics I had Mm. three stress fractures in my foot Mm. and that kind of gave me a new kind of motivation and a new perspective and sense of direction within sport because Mm. it made me realize that sport can be really fragile and Mm. that I wasn't necessarily going to achieve the great heights just because I was motivated to and I really wanted to Mm. Um, and that really kind of changed
1: my perspective going into the following years after that yeah so you have to really manage your expectations don't you as an athlete like, like you say you ride the highs and the lows and the lows can teach you a lot about yourself
0: yeah definitely I think when you're a young athlete in sport you almost think that you're invincible you mm. think that you're not going to get injured that you know you'll just keep improving day on day and progressing year on year and everything's just going to go in that upward trajectory yeah um but actually you know once you suffer from your first injury you realize that the body is fragile and Mm. that sport is fragile and that things can change very very quickly you can be on a huge high and you know the week later you're you're injured and you're missing the next championship so
1: Mm. yeah it's um it's a it can be a tough time yeah but then you went from that to winning gold at the 2012 Olympics in front of your home crowd how did that feel?
0: Yeah it was it was obviously incredible. I okay. think that point after I was injured in in Beijing I came back the following year and it kind of gave me a huge sense of motivation mm. to kind of get there and say this isn't the end of my career. I want to, you know, I want to get to the absolute highest heights. And yeah. in two, 2009, I won the world championships, which was my first world title, and then went on to win the Europeans a year after. And then another silver medal in, in 2011, which was then retrospectively upgraded to a gold medal. Yeah. And then it was a London 2012 Olympics and I was in the absolute peak of my career. So yeah, yeah it was an incredible time for, for British sport, but um, also yeah. on a personal level. Yeah
1: I bet and then later on so you got pregnant with your son Reggie you obviously went off to have him and then you came back again so tell me about that experience of like you know being a mum but then also having to get back into that training mentality so I read that you know on your blog that you said that you had this idea that you take him to track with you and you know you'd have all these ideas of being able to do both at the same time but how was that actually in real life? Uh,
0: Challenging definitely Um, I'd always been a full-time athlete and always trained mm. and, and prepared for championships mm. just for myself it would always been about my performances mm. and then I fell pregnant with Reggie and um, was just thrown into a different world of motherhood which was the most amazing thing but also the scariest thing because it's it's completely unknown um, and then I was faced with the challenge of, yeah, I need to come back. I want to mm. start training again. I want to, to be the best I can be again. Mm. Um, but also I want to be the best mum I can be. So it was, yeah, the most challenging time of my career because it was, you know, obviously juggling all the things that you have as a as a new mom like and sleepless night. everything, so. all the sleepless yeah. <laughs> nights. Um, and then getting up in the morning and having to do a very physical job where mm. I had to perform and be the best I could be physically and mentally mm. um and hopefully uh, contend for more medals so yeah. it was
1: yeah it was crazy <laughs> so obviously yeah you know pregnancy is one of the biggest endurance events of, of all time they've just mm. proven now it is it is the biggest endurance event so like going from that to then was it 15 months later you were competing again on the yeah. world stage yeah I mean that's incredible to put your body through that like obviously you had a very careful strict regimen and you worked with a physio throughout Mm. as well um but yeah how how did that feel because you went on to obviously win win gold which must have been incredible it was it was definitely
0: one of my highlights of my career coming back that year after and and getting to Beijing where I'd also had massive disappointments through not being able to make the previous Olympics yeah um you know to go there to that world championships and it was just the most incredible feeling because Mm it was the hardest stage of my career because I had, you know, all the challenges that you face as a, as a mom and trying to balance training, trying to manage expectations and, and just get back to the top. And Mm. it was a, it was a tough journey because only my family and my husband and those people closest to me knew how challenging it was and how emotional it was at times. And I always had at the back of my mind, I want to make sure I do this properly. I don't Mm. want to have wasted or sacrificed any time with my son. I want to make sure that I do this and I come home with, with a medal of some sort and, Mm. you know, to get there firstly was incredible, but to actually stand on the top of the podium yeah. and win that gold medal was was absolutely
1: I bet there was no yeah. better feeling no, no and obviously he was only about one at the time or one or two so yeah, he, he preached over one yeah, yeah so he didn't know what was going on but I'm, I'm sure he's gonna like look at those tapes when he's a little bit older and be like oh my god my mom is a superhero
0: that was the most inspiring thing I think at that stage is just that I knew that although he was so little and unaware of what was happening he mm. was still such a huge part of that final phase of my career and mm. he came to competitions mm. and he came to train in and you know he had my medals around his neck as soon as I came home and um, yeah I hope that he can look back and um yeah really treasure those moments mm. i really need to do something special for my daughter though because yeah, she, no, she wasn't a part of gold that. for reggie i know i need to, <laughs> need to think of yeah. something good
1: well that leads us on nicely to genus which is your new fitness app which you've designed for for mums it's pre-postnatal training also what anyone can use the app any any woman but it is got a focus on pre-postnatal and yeah. um, so obviously as, as a an elite athlete and a working mum yourself you've combined all of your knowledge to create this alongside a physio and many other um, experts in your field. So tell me a little bit about how you came up with the app and the process to making it a reality.
0: Yeah, so it was something that obviously came through my own experiences. Mm. Um, Having retired after the Rio Olympics, I was kind of unsure as to what direction I wanted to go in. Mm. Um, And then having two fantastic pregnancies, two very different pregnancies at very different stages in my life and two very different fitness journeys through those pregnancies. Mm. I I just felt really fortunate that I had fantastic people around me in such great guidance and support to make sure that I was able to exercise throughout my pregnancies and know the right exercises to do postnatally as well Mm. Um, and thankfully I've had no long-term issues I've had um you know some great guidance which I kind of wanted to share with as many women as possible Mm. I think that as many women that can feel confident in exercising knowing that they're doing the right things through that really amazing time in their life is just such a fantastic thing mm. um so that's why i developed the app genus and that's why it's obviously very heavily focused on pregnancy, postnatal and then general fitness going into when you're back to your normal levels.
1: It's amazing. I just wish I had access to it when I was pregnant because the workouts on there are amazing, especially as I had no idea what I should be doing. Well, I was the same after mm. I had, um,
0: obviously when I got pregnant with Reggie, I was obviously an elite athlete, but I yeah. still went to Google and I was like, oh, what do I do? And do I take a little bit from here, take a little bit from there? And I, I just wanted everything to be in one place. So it was really mm. easy to follow hopefully help motivate people to you know to continue through those three stages of your pregnancies which mm. you know they're tough and as you get bigger it's it's harder to exercise and energy levels are low so to have something that's in one place and really easy to follow hopefully mm. that keeps women motivated
1: yeah and you have a little like breakout talks with your physio which i think are really great as well because you kind of talk about the hormones that are going on in the body like the relaxing and also you have meditation as well which is yeah. great, especially for trimester three. Meditation was my f- Favorite part yeah. <laughs> during
0: pregnancy, so I had a fantastic yoga teacher, and she's put some great elements into the app. And yeah, I was absolutely like, we have to have the meditation section because it's such an important time to just allow your mind to switch off and a really nice bonding time to connect with your baby. Mm. Um, and I think often life is so busy we we don't allow us that time. And I think for me personally, being able to to stop and connect with my baby on that level mm. um,
1: was really special. So yeah, yeah, I'm really glad we were able to incorporate that into the app it's amazing so you've talked about your career in terms of hacking happiness now let's talk about your relationships on a personal level so obviously you're a mother of two um, and you married your childhood sweetheart i believe i do yeah <laughs> how being being you know a world-class athlete how how do you find balance with your family and your home life like how do you make time to fit it all in
0: Yeah it is hard and I think particularly obviously once the kids came along life gets more hectic and and there's so many different elements that are thrown in Um, but I think before the kids arrived and it was just me and my then fiance boyfriend at the time he was a huge part of my success and why I was able to be so successful through my career because mm-hmm. I had that confidence that support and that stability in my personal life to allow mm-hmm. me to completely focus on what I needed to do on the track without distractions mm-hmm. um, so I mean he takes full credit for all my medals <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was a massive part of you know I was able to to go on and achieve what I did
1: yeah and does he uh, he must have seen you kind of grow up in the sport as well from a young age he must be super proud of you
0: yeah I think he is definitely we um yeah we we've been together a long time and I was you know, a young athlete at the start of our relationship and he kind of saw me win a few things and he was kind of like, oh, you're not too bad. And yeah. then I you know, went on to win um, some senior championships. He was like, oh, you're getting better. And then, you know, it, it became world titles, Olympic titles. So yeah. we'd been on this massive journey together and he was a part of that whole experience which is is great because we have some
1: incredible memories together I bet you also talked publicly about experiencing mummy guilt from having to you know leave Reggie for it was probably about two weeks was it when you had to go off and compete Um, and that's something a lot of mums face especially working mums I mean Mm. today I've left my seven month old at home and I'm feeling a little bit bad about it but you know for someone like yourself on on such a global you know celebrity level like it must have been really tough yeah. so like did you say that you sought the help of a, of a therapist to help you through
0: so through my career I'd always seen a sports psychologist yeah. um, an incredible psychologist called Pete Lindsay and he would always help me with whatever issues I was having so particularly before the London Olympics we spoke a lot about pressure and expectation Mm. and how I would handle the crowd and all the other external things going off around me so that it didn't detract from my performance yeah Um, and he was fantastic through that stage of my career and then when I came back after having Reggie I was in a completely different dilemma where I just felt constant guilt of I want to come back to training and be successful and I want Reggie to see mummy working and achieving Mm. great things but I want to be with him all the time and I want Mm. to be the best mum I can be Um, so Pete Lindsay was a fantastic person to speak to to help me kind of put everything in perspective again and understand Mm. and and explain that do you know what you performing and and going out to work and doing what you do on the track is going to have such a great Benefit on on Reggie as a person, his mm. you know his life. Um, so yeah, he was he was fantastic. I think so many mums are faced with these dilemmas mm. and. You know, it's the hardest time in your life because mm. you have so many things to juggle, and mm. I think mum guilt is something that unfortunately you will have forever. Yeah, um, especially when
1: we want to have it all, right? We yeah. want the career, we want the relationships, we want to have the social life, the baby. It's tough.
0: It is really hard. It's hard to balance it, but it's about understanding what's important to you as mm. a mother and yeah and how you want your child to grow as an individual as well i want mm. my kids to have really enriched lives where they experience lots of things and for me to finish that final phase in my career which was relatively short term it was two years mm. um has hopefully had a, a great knock-on
1: effect onto their lives yeah, i'm sure excuse me for the interruption but i just thought i'd use this ad break to tell you more about pregnant care During my pregnancy, I was recommended to take specialist vitamins and minerals to support my nutritional needs. There are many benefits to taking these supplements, and they also made me feel like I was taking a proactive approach to prepare myself and my body as best I could. Post-pregnancy, I've been taking Pregnicare Breastfeeding, a handy dual pack of comprehensive postnatal micronutrient tablets and high-purity omega-3 capsules specifically formulated to safeguard your diet when it matters most. Pregnacare the UK's number one pregnancy supplement brand to find out more visit www.pregnacare.com so there's a lot of expectation on women um, to you know balance their professional careers with having a family and I think a lot of women out there can probably relate to this you know the, they they might put off having a family just so that they can reach certain career goals how did you feel you know when you found out you're pregnant with Reggie did you obviously you were very over the moon I I imagine but were you also kind of a little bit scared as well about how your team might react or how your athletics career might change? Yeah definitely I
0: think it was a really scary time like you say you're overwhelmed and so happy because you're having your first child but then in the back of your mind everything else starts creeping in you start thinking about you know your job and what people are expecting from you your team and Mm. my team had this the next four years planned out of competition so I then had to sit them down and explain to them that I was pregnant and things Mm. were going to change and and then as a sports person you have endorsements and sponsorship deals and Mm. it's still a very gray area because some companies will support you and I had luckily some fantastic support through companies like the likes of Adidas and Mm. they stuck by me but there are many companies that will cut contracts and, and, Mm. you know, restrict bonuses and, um, put everything on hold for you. And that can be a really difficult time depending on what level of athlete you are. Mm. So it it can be a really, really difficult time because, you know, we as women, you know, want to start a family, but Mm. you also want to continue and have a successful career and for your children to see you working hard as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's a very challenging time, but I think, I take confidence from seeing more women doing it, especially mm. within the world of sport. There's the likes of shelly Ann Fraser-Price, Jamaican sprinter and Alison Felix, an American um, 400 meter runner. And mm. they've come back and they've performed and, and won gold medals mm. like myself. And I just think that particularly in sport, if you are you know, a very determined, focused person to mm. want to achieve your dreams and, and your goals, and then mm. you add motherhood into the mix Mm. you know becoming a mother for the first time that is a fiercely strong person and a Mm. very motivated person that is going to be extremely successful and I think you can
1: take that into every field of work yeah that's the thing a lot of people have said to me oh you're back at work already and actually it's like "I, yeah I can do it I must say I've got I've got help you know I've got my mum living nearby and my husband you know is quite flexible with his hours so Yeah. yeah we make it work But I imagine you've got an amazing support network as well. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's it's the people around you as
0: well. It's having Mm. that support. And I had great support from the team, Um, Mm. my coach, my physios, um, everyone who was part of the team on the track. And then, like you say, family, you know, my husband, my mom, Mm. having people to just help and just be there to, to, you know, bring your child down to the track or, mm. or pop in to, to help for a couple of hours makes a huge huge difference and yeah allows you to get back to you know
1: where where you want to be yeah well, I mean you're living proof you went from being pregnant having a baby to how many months 15 months later winning gold oh, yeah I mean there that's just proof that really you can do anything
0: you can and it's it's you know it's the most special part of my life you know I look back on it and I think gosh it was challenging and Mm. at the time I questioned it I was thinking what am I doing is it going to be worth it am I going to work this hard and get to just before the world championships or just before the olympics and Mm. pull up injured Mm. you know you just don't know what's going to happen but thankfully it all went well and I do look back on that stage in my
1: life and that is probably one of the the proudest um things that I've achieved and let's talk about female friendship so do you have a, a group of girl mates that you see back home how has that been affected by your career
0: Uh yeah, I've got a group of really close friends that we've always been close from school. Yeah. So senior school. And although we've all gone in our different directions, two of them live in Sheffield, one in Australia, one in London, we're always, you know, very close and had some great times growing up. Mm. And I think they're just very real about life. You know, we're Mm. close friends. I'm no different to what I was probably when we were like fifteen at school. We're all Mm. very similar and, you know, they're incredibly proud of what I've achieved. But we're all just very, you know, we're just the same girls that we were. So, um, yeah, great to have such close friends do you
1: still make time to kind of meet up once a month if you can well not the one in Australia but <laughs> <shouldn't> <laughs> yes, she it. It. <laughs> um,
0: yeah it's hard obviously our lives mm. are so busy and you know some of us have got kids and some have just got married and mm. some of us are in Australia mm. so um we were actually all together at a friend's wedding um the other month which was lovely to all get together but it's one of those situations where although we don't see each other every month when we are together it's um mm. it's just the same it's you know old friendships which is
1: great yeah because pregnancy can be quite a lonely time for women can't it especially when you're off on mat leave away from work did you find yourself going to any of those like NCT groups or did you not feel like it was something you were very into
0: I was luckily I had some really good friends that were actually pregnant at similar kind of times so Mm -hmm. we had children that were similar ages which was great so I was able to to go out and socialize with them and kind of enter the mummy world together Mm -hmm. and I didn't do NCT with Reggie um but yeah I think it's really important to have you know those groups where you can go and just have a coffee or just speak to another mom and just go mm. why isn't my child sleeping and <laughs> you know just have that someone to talk to because it mm. is it's just such a different time and it can be quite lonely if you haven't got those people around you so I think it's really important Mm.
1: and in terms of your attitude to you know yourself and your body like do you think that you're kinder on yourself now than how you were when you were say 10 years ago kinder to myself yes
0: because I used to beast my body every day (laughs) because it was my job but um yeah I think my the way I view my body is completely different because Mm. when I was training it was my body was my tool it was my job it was about performing Mm. whereas now I've seen my body in a completely different way because I've had two children Mm. and I have so much appreciation for what the female body goes through and what it does Mm. and yeah I think now I just want to exercise and be confident in just being fit and active and Mm. yeah more confidence than anything else in my Mm. body
1: Do you have any like self-care rituals at home? Like do you swear by like a magnesium salt bath or anything that particularly during pregnancy and postnatal?
0: um I think I didn't have many cravings through my pregnancy it's like cereal or something random like that but um yeah I kind of at the moment I obviously through my career I was very limited on supplements and extra things that I could take because Mm. you have to be so careful so Mm. I suppose now I'm a little bit more open to trying different things um Mm. so for me at the moment I'm massive on taking Altrian vitamin c supplements because I just think they're great for kind of keeping colds and all those horrible bugs that you get this time of year at bay yeah um, but other than that I try and just take everything that I can naturally from from all the different food groups there's mm. no magic cure to no unfortunately <laughs> you're not onto the
1: whole like cbd trend at the moment have you ever tried it no, no. i haven't No, yeah. i know there's a lot of noise about it but I, it's kind of dubious whether it actually works i think it could be one of those placebo things but that's the thing there's yeah.
0: so many different things out there isn't yeah. there and i think yeah great to try things and see what works for you
1: yeah but have you ever suffered from like anxiety or trouble sleeping and have you ever found any remedies to help with that not really suffered through anxiety
0: mm. um obviously being a competing athlete you do worry and you stress yeah. about competitions but I think that's completely natural and normal when that yeah. phase of your life um but no I, I've never s- troubled with had trouble sleeping apart no. from when the children were young and you know yeah. they constantly wake up like every yeah. hour <laughs> um but now I can I'm just one of those people that I can sleep anywhere you and can hit I'm tired yeah. i literally just I'm just out and I could yeah. sleep for hours, yeah. which is nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit like
1: that too. So uh, yeah, someone told me that you should never work out too late at night, but I, I used to work out like really late, like 9pm and then still be able to hit the pillow. Yeah, and, and then go sleep. into the deepest yeah. sleep. Yeah, exactly, yeah, I'm the I'm same. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about hacking happiness in your day-to-day. Like do you have, you know, certain, you know, workouts that really get your happy hormones firing or is it, you know, spending time with your loved ones that does it for you? Like how do you find that like access euphoria in your day-to-day?
0: I think obviously having kids they bring so much happiness and, mm. and joy into your life you know there's so many different challenges and every day is completely different which mm. brings that excitement and that you know whether they've drawn on the sofa and you're like oh gosh but that brings you know a bit of humor to your day yeah. or you know they just say like the sweetest thing to you and give you a cuddle that brings so much joy as well and mm. I think through exercise you know exercise and keeping fit has been such a huge part of my life and Mm. now seeing exercise in a slightly different way I I kind of enjoy it more than I've ever enjoyed training before because Mm. I have it's kind of time for me to to switch off in a way and just have that release of energy and that buzz and those endorphins that you feel when you exercise and that just makes me feel really good
1: yeah are there any kind of like classes that you go to in Sheffield or do you tend to just work out at home
0: yeah I um, had a weight pa- platform and a gym put into the garage yeah. um, after I had Reggie so that I could do all my training or my weight training in there so I didn't have to travel to the track and yeah. I could save on time and be at home more um, so I've still got that so Fortunately, I can do workouts in there. I do my genus circuits at home and I go out on runs. So they're the kind of things that I enjoy doing at the moment fitness-wise. Yeah.
1: And how does being a mum of two compare in terms of like joy to winning Olympic gold? Are they very 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 similar thing Reggie asked
0: me this the other day he was like mommy are we better than your medals and I was like yes of course you are yeah like the adrenaline and the buzz of working so hard and and winning an olympic gold medal don't get me wrong that is incredible and those moments were massive highs in my life but Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing compares to my children like Mm the the highs they give me and how amazing they are and how proud I am of them Mm -hmm. just when they do the most basic things you know they they start walking which all kids do at some stage you know you're just so proud Mm. and yeah, nothing can
1: kind of compare to that feeling, I don't yeah. think. My mum sent me a picture yesterday of her sat up in the bath. And I was like, what? <laughs> She's had a major <laughs> development whilst I've been away. <laughs> but then she wrote back, like, no, I'm propping her up. Before I'm God. You're like, yeah. <laughs> oh God." But yeah, those little moments are kind of, yeah, really, yeah they really make a day now, they, they? You know,
0: most children and parents
1: go through those moments, but they're just so special to you when yeah. it's your child. And is it great having two quite close in age? I mean, because they're obviously going to grow up being being besties and do you, yeah. do you have hopes that they will also follow in your footsteps or are you keen to not let them go down the same path as you
0: yeah I, I probably wouldn't encourage them directly into athletics because yeah. I don't want them to ever feel pressure and expectation to perform mm. you know in a certain way I I'd love them to do sport and just enjoy sport at some level because mm. I think it's such a powerful thing and it gives you so much to all areas of your life mm. um and having two children is fantastic because they at the moment they get on really well and yeah. it's it's so nice to see like their little bond together and you know Reggie will say to me uh mommy I do love you but I love live more than you Aww. and I'm like that's fine that's completely yeah. fine I'll, I'll take that yeah
1: that's the best so it's
0: yeah it's lovely to see yeah
1: oh thank you so much for joining me today Jess I know we've had a real jam-packed morning so thank you for squeezing us in it's been oh, absolute you. pleasure thank you very thank much you. I hope you enjoyed that podcast Jessica Ennis really is one of my all-time heroes tune in next week when I'll be speaking to the master of the boom herself Hilary Rowland founder of Boom Cycle